Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live and direct from Lot B not B minus. I still think the B minus thing is kind of funny because, like, <laughs> I've just got this ban- banner in the background. There's like saws and stuff hanging from it. You can see like what's going on in the rafters in my garage. Like it is, it is B minus legit. Randy, how are you feeling today? I feel tremendous. Thank you for asking, Rob. Another beautiful day. Ready to talk to you a little bit of. Uh, Talk a little bit of Corojo wrapper and some cocktail nonsense that you're putting me through here. Sorry to bring <laughs> enjoyment to your life. I mean, it's, it's my bad. I, I shouldn't have. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, mm. So we are continuing the quest, the Erdis, the er, the Erdisey. Odyssey. The Erdisey. <laughs> it's just a Erdisey. It's an Erdisey. Norwegian the, show. Uh, the quest. To find the, <laughs> the uh, perfect pairing for Corojo wrapper. Um, and we are, this is, Randy, the third Corojo cigar that we've smoked. Is that correct? They're going, they're going quick. Yeah. You know, we, I think we literally talked about, like, will it be interesting if we smoke the same wrapper week after week? I could literally smoke this wrapper and rave over the cigars. 10 to 15 weeks in a row without even realizing that <clears throat> I haven't smoked anything other than Corojo in months. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that doesn't sound terrible. Um, so today we've got a cocktail going and uh, a new cigar and like an actual new cigar, not just new to the show, but like a, a very new release. We'll get, get into that in a second. Um, if you're tuning in live on Facebook, go ahead and hit that share button for us. Uh, I always forget to ask you guys to do that, but uh, we really appreciate it. Share uh, the show in your Facebook feed. That would be great. Uh, boys, I hear that there are uh, squirrels with the bubonic plague running around Colorado. Your thoughts? <laughs> Dude, we've been, we've been dealing with bubonic plague, prairie dogs, and squirrels for forever. I remember it wasn't that long so ago. Is that, is that really a thing? Yeah, it's really That was a thing. your response to the text. I thought that was just a joke. No, it's really a thing. <laughs> there, was, there was this time when... The, the, there was a bunch of prairie dogs near my house, like wild pack of prairie, a dogs. wild pack of prairie dogs, and if you will. and they had Vicious. they had uh, some of them had bubonic plague, right? And so all of us residents, we wanted them to be you know destroyed, obviously, because that's dangerous for humans and kids and whatnot. But then there was this group of like people that were like not they didn't want to kill the prairie dogs because it's mean and inhumane and all this and that. And so this guy came to my door, and he's like, will you please sign this petition to not kill the prairie dogs? Oh, here comes my old Cuban. Thank you, Matt. Nice. And old Cuban. My old Cuban. 
Thank you, Matt. And so to wrap up the story, I said to the guy, dude, I have. So I says to him. I says to the guy, <laughs> I says, <laughs> I said, dude, these prairie dogs have bubonic plague. I have kids. I don't, I, I, that's bad. I'm sorry. I, I think they're cute, but I, they got to go. And he said to me, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, the prairie dogs don't have bubonic plague. It's the fleas on the prairie dogs that have bubonic plague. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, all right. So just kill those fleas and we're good. I mean, hey. Just give them all a bath yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and call it good. Scrub them. And... Anyways, that's my bubonic plague so, story. And then one so time the, we the caught Jordan... a prairie dog, a wild prairie dog, in our garage. That's true. Oh. And that's, Did you that's have it tested? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. did you... I, I can see Jordan running around the uh, the prairies of Colorado <laughs> with a just slingshot and like some uh, just some giant BBs and just mowing oh, them down. Heck yeah, that'd be my ideal just situation. A, just just a, tra- a trail of prairie dogs in your wake. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of guys that will um, fill up their hole with water and then when they they start to drown, they pop up and you have a shovel and you just chop off their head. Oof. It's Man. A, it's a thing here. That's what we do. That's, <laughs> and you tell me I watch too many horror movies. Um, I have never decapitated anything with a shovel. That's not true. I did it to a snake once. Uh-huh. It was a rattlesnake in my backyard. Did you bite that's, its head off? That's fair. You bit it. I, no, I cho- like, did a wata with the wata like Whoa. that. And it was a legit it's, rattlesnake? It's funny. Wow, good job, Robbie. Good job. There's no, actually there's actually a story in Time magazine from like the mid seventies about no. uh, Pinole, California, which is where I'm from, and it was like this. It was like a they had some sort of rattlesnake rattlesnake renaissance. They were everywhere. Like rattlesnakes were taking the place over. <laughs> it was not like that when I was there. But, Kevin like, Acuff had never heard of this rattles- cocktail before, boys, and now That's, here it, we are, and he's. He's a fan. Thank you for bringing us back on track, Jordan. Appreciate that. Uh, tonight, uh, we're, going, we're going cocktail, and um, uh, Randy, who has made four cocktails in his life, is giving me a hard time about the ingredients. Um, but I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, it's excellent so far. We'll, we'll, I'll share with the... Yeah, no, it's, it's very, very with the, the toothpaste floater, that's, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so we're going with an old Cuban tonight, which is... A rum-based cocktail. It's got rum. It's got a little lime juice in it. You have to use fresh lime juice. It's got a little simple syrup. I'll explain what that is later if you don't know. Uh, Some Angostura bitters. And you muddle some mint leaves in there. You shake it up. It's an awful lot like a mojito uh, topped with champagne. Very, very tasty cocktail. Uh, But that's what we're drinking tonight. Randy, what are we smoking? This afternoon, this evening... We will be smoking our third Corojo wrapped cigar, a beauty out of Aganor Solif in Nicaragua called the Lunatic Torch. Uh, This beautiful cigar uh, originally debuted in 2016 and was revamped and re-released six to eight weeks ago, roughly, uh, with the the new branding. Looks very, very sharp for those of you listening on podcast. Uh, a fun little piece about this cigar is that um, it has an open foot. And so the Corojo 99 wrapper, uh, which is 
what it's wrapped in that, that makes us focus on it today for our Kodoho episodes. It actually it starts about a half an inch down from the foot. So you just have the binder and filler bunch uh, there at the end. And so you get to taste that transition, specifically when it hits the wrapper. And, and you re- really get to like notice the difference that Corojo makes on it. And so uh, obviously doing Corojo-specific flavor uh, shows, uh, we thought it would be a, a, a fun pivot. We were originally going to do the uh, Buena Cosecha for Maganor Salif, uh, but this just worked out too well. And these cigars, as with all the cigars for Season 2 of Flavor Obviously, are brought to you by, or brought to us, by Smoke In. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you were doing so well. Uh, yeah. You were just crushing it. <laughs> brought to brought to us by uh, Smoking. Uh, you know, it's the craziest they thing. They can I bring them to them smoking. too, Randy. Yeah, they can. They can. But I gotta say something about Smoking. It's so crazy to me uh, when I'm on social media and I'm in these like gr- uh, cigar groups and people are asking, like, what a legitimate online. Uh, option is and obviously i salute these people because that means that they've been supporting their brick and mortar and you know right now i know a lot of brick and mortar might not be available the same way as it was previously and so they're turning to online for the first time and they're asking they're trying to vet some of the largest cigar uh retailers in existence people are asking like so cigars international has anyone heard of them before (laughs) (laughs) are they any good are they a trusted seller yeah yeah. is is that a legitimate source well i'll I'll tell you um as a as a prime primarily online buyers i don't have uh brick and mortar options near me even in uh, the best of days uh smoking abe over there we all know him well um does a fantastic job. Their fulfillment and their customer service is bar none. I won't say it's better than absolutely everybody else, but it's in that upper tier of the best of anybody's. And their selection is fantastic. And I will say bar none, I've been part of a lot of Cigar of the Month clubs. And bar none, to me, Smoke In delivers like heavy hitter, super premiums every single month. I think they've got the best one. This is all stemming from a conversation I saw online where people were just like bouncing off the walls in the dark, not knowing where to go. Like, so just in case anyone doesn't know where to go, smoking is a, a very reputable and, and solid uh, online retail option. I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> but you said, you said bar none like seven times. Is that a bit or, or was it just kind of happened? Uh, I, I, I literally, I literally don't think I've ever said that phrase before today. <laughs> you, you just, you got real comfortable with it real quick. No, that was, that was. Uh, thank you, Randy, for sharing uh, that story. <laughs> no, it's funny. I see the same thing where it's you get in these different Facebook groups or on the dojo or whatever, and it's it's folks who are new. And I remember what it's like to be new, and I got all my information online, and you know maybe they hadn't bought online before. Or, uh, or whatever, and you, you want to ask, oh, is this place legit? Like, it seems like the prices are good, you know, whatever. I see them all over the place, but is it legit? Because you never know. These, yeah. these interwebs these interwebs will get you if you're not paying attention. Absolutely, 100%. They will jump out and get you. Um, so, yeah, we're smoking the lunatic. Uh, I always want to say fringe after I say lunatic. I don't know why. Uh, the, the lunatic torch, um, uh, lunatic torch. And it is very, very tasty. This is the first time I smoked it. And now, Randy, I just got through the uh, exposed uh, or shaggy foot. Um, I don't know if shaggy foot is a, a trademarked name, but I've heard it described both ways. Uh, 
Um, I feel like I usually shaggy. go shaggy when it's an extended wrapper. That's what I thought, and too. And exposed when it's a shortened wrapper. Oh. But that's just me. Extended wrapper? Like a closed foot? Yeah, but yes. sometimes they're much more than closed. They're like, mm. you know, they got a beard. A beard. <laughs> like, uh, do you bro- remember the you uh, Room 101 uh, Big uh, Delicious? Gotta... Oh, man. What? The big... I was... You shaved your beard. Oh, you noticed, huh? Oh. That's how That's how bad it was. Yeah. You were this it, thing it, out for two months and took two hours for you to notice. It didn't look good. No, it looked very, <laughs> very bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, my yeah. wife is a hairstylist. I kept thinking she would just cut it off, but no, just kept mm. going. Just, just letting it happen. See what you never know. I mean, the the cor- it could be in your quarantine beard. That's right. You no, know, this is this is my World Series beard. We haven't been to the World Series in a while, but I'm still hanging on to it. <clears throat> you got a touch of gray. Uh, uh, you know, it's just touch. it's been like that. It's been like that since uh, since the beginning. I don't know why. I'm cool with it. Uh, Eric was making fun of me the other day when I was in the sun. He's like, "Oh man, your beard's looking really white." But it was it was really just the sun. I think I was, it looks cool. I like I, was, the, yeah, I like the I little wish bit it had of, a touch more of gray touch in there. I think it looks. Nice. It's distinguished. The, the gray's coming, buddy. Oh, it's unavoidable. Um, Randy's figuring something. He, you know, I just realized I'm. I'm didn't thir- put champagne on it. Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying this cocktail, but it has no champagne in it yet. Yeah. See um, now so, that is a point I was going to bring up is. When I first started drinking this guy, I was like, I don't know if we just got bad champagne or too much champagne or... or it turns out, I think it was just sitting on the top of the drink. Yeah, you got to mix it in. It's starting to blend in. And I actually kind of like that in a cocktail, when things start to evolve as you drink them, not just yeah. completely shaken up, you know, ready off the bat. It mm-hmm. evolves a little bit. If, uh, if you reference, Jordan, the story that uh, was posted yesterday uh, with the... Fi- oh, I love that sound. With the, uh, I mean, you bruised it, but I love that sound. Uh, if you reference the story of uh, the, the with the five cocktail recipes that was posted yesterday on the dojo, there's one in there called the shipwreck, and it is uh, rum and bourbon based, and it has a, a floater of, of Angostura bitters, so you three to four dashes, and the bitters That's are right. a little bit they're they're darker and they're it's uh, it's a little bit of a heavier uh, or must be lighter liquid I don't know. It floats on the top, and as you drink that, it kind of mixes in, and it uh, it kind of changes the complexity of the drink as you go. Um, Darn so straight. That fits that character. Go that check cat- out that article. Five summer cocktails, super refreshing. That's a great article. Good job, Robbie. I I enjoyed that because there was a, a few in there that I you know I've never made, and now I I'm kind of invigorated to go try those. Excellent work. You, you, for the uh, for the dojo um, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest party, you have to make the punch. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Totally, it's so easy and it tastes so good. Randy doesn't know what we're talking about because he hasn't read my story yet, but that's okay. Jerk. I think this is better without the champagne. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is, is it is it rinsing away the toothpaste? Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> you can, I can say the same. Uh, so today we're drinking, as I said, old Cuban cocktail. And it's not really an old drink. Like it's not a classic cocktail. It's not like uh, an old fashioned or something like that. It's been around since like 2001. And I can't remember who made it at some restaurant in New York or whatever. And it appeared, I think I found the recipe first on uh, some liquor.com or some website like that that, is, that has a lot of different recipes on it. And uh, I tweaked it a little bit. I added um, 
uh, more mint, as I've been given a whole ration of crap for. And um, <clears throat> now, what the one thing I will say is the mint leaves that I usually get at my local place and what I grow in the backyard, I don't get very big leaves. They're pretty small. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see from oh well there's there's the disconnect these are these are little guys so and i like a little bit of extra mint flavor plus you're not supposed to beat the crap out of it when you are muddling you can you can use a muddler that's kind of got uh it's got like teeth on the bottom and you kind Mm -hmm. of smash it down you could even use the back of a spoon really the whole idea of muddling I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but the idea of muddling is just kind of to release some of the oils from the leaves. This so you can taste some of that mint leaf. Is what I can't stand that when people over muddle and you get a drink and there's the bits of the mint are so small that they're they're getting caught in your teeth and whatnot. Yeah, yeah that's that's the perfect way to ruin a good drink is right. to to over muddle. Oh I mean, yeah, or or to use store bought simple syrup or to use uh, lime juice from concentrate. That's just the perfect way to screw everything up. Use fresh components whenever you can. Um, so break down the cocktail real quick. It's an ounce and a half of aged rum. Now we're going to get into rum in a second. Dark rum, apparently, it's not really a thing. It's it's, uh, it's kind of interesting the way that rum is categorized. Don't get confused rum, with spiced rum either. That's it, dark. I'm telling you. And then there's there's navy rum and all kinds of stuff. So we'll get into that in a minute. But We were supposed to use Malibu, right? <laughs> you couldn't even contain oh, that, the smile on your face as you said that, that. would be absolutely terrible and, i mean malibu has its place i can't remember the last time i consumed any of it but it says <laughs> malibu is, is a, a spiced rum with coconut mm. uh, and it, it smells like um vacation suntan lotion yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> You're, you're better off spanking them. That's actually, you're actually not wrong. Um, uh, that was a comment on the screen there. So it's an ounce and a half of rum, a uh, half ounce of fresh lime juice. Now what you, uh, you can juice the lime or you can cut like half a lime into quarters and you can put it in your shaker and you can just muddle that along with the mint. Either way, you're going to get about the same amount of juice. Uh, and simple syrup. Simple syrup is very, very, very easy to make. And it's going to be in like 80% of the cocktails that you make. It's uh, equal parts sugar and water so you get a cup of sugar a cup of water you put it in a pan you stir it until the sugar is dissolved you heat it uh until it starts boiling and then you let it simmer for five minutes cool down you have simple syrup and it lasts for months in the fridge uh just put it in some sort of uh we've got one of those big bottles that has a stopper on top like the little one of those uh like like uh homebrewers use randy a breather bung that yes, that thank you. I just wanted to work bung into the show. <laughs> <laughs> and you wanted Randy to say it. Just, just it, it, that too. Um, so you just stick that in the fridge, and it lasts for months. If you start to see like little crystals floating around in it, it's probably time to get rid of it, or maybe you froze it. You ever upgrade um, your simple syrup with like what's it? The, the sugar called like demerara, demerara, the darker, you know, like raw sugar. Yeah, I've I've tried that. It doesn't make much of a difference flavor wise to me. Uh, and you can make, uh, Jordan, I know you do this with, uh, with your, um, uh, uh, yes, thank you. You make the mint, uh, simple serve. You can add, my wife has done it with strawberries. She's done it with, oh yeah. uh, blueberry. You can add different stuff in there and you're going to get kind of the essence of that flavor in, uh, in the simple syrup as well. You just kind so of steep it like a tea basically. 
Exactly. You just put it in there. Like you get a dice up some, not dice up, but cut up some strawberries, toss them in there, and you'll have. And then when you strain it when you pour it out, and you've got strawberry simple syrup. You know, um, I make I make uh, something called uh, rib candy. I, I, I stole I stole the idea from a commercial product, but it's a habanero simple syrup oh. that that I use to as an ingredient in my barbecue sauce. Mm. Yeah, it, it it gives this like obviously some sweetness, some spice, yeah. and it gives this like sheen and glisten to the ribs after you've brushed them down in it. Oh, it's amazing. You can throw that in some cocktails too. Spicy That's cocktails fair. are good. You can. It's just got a lot of different uses. Um, so with this, you just put all those ingredients together, shake it up, uh, pour it into a glass over rocks. I some people pour this up. I like it over rocks. Uh, and then add two ounces of sparkling wine, and you are good to go. You've got an old Cuban. Um, now, Mike Hakens is saying he buys the simple syrup. Mm. It's six six bucks. You could make it for zero bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, In like two seconds. It's much simpler. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, it's uh, you know what in the in the time that you time and money that you spend to go to the store to get it, you could just make it. I'd, I'd be curious though. Try making some on your own, Mike, and see what if you notice a difference in flavor. Because I notice a big difference if it's if it's uh, I've bought that before. I've bought different brands, and that you can buy flavored simple syrups and all that stuff. It's all out there. And I to me, and maybe it's placebo, but I just taste. Something it's kind of has a medicinal quality to me, like a like yeah. a synthetic. Type yeah, it takes of on like a Splenda kind of a flavor. If you yeah, you and maybe that's it comes from the packaging. I don't know because they're in plastic bottles. I, and again, maybe it's just all in my head. But uh, for me, it takes 10, 15 minutes to make it, and it lasts forever. So I usually just make my own. But I'm not judging either way. The one I will judge you if you use lime juice and concentrate. Now, Mike some- also said earlier in the show oh, that the, he bought the Agonorsa, not Agonorsa, <laughs> Angostura bitters Same for thing. the drink tonight, and it was expensive. I, I don't remember it being expensive. It's like, I thought it was like five bucks. I think they're five, five or six bucks. They might be a little bit more. It depends on the size of the bottle that you get, but it's going to last you forever. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I make a lot of cocktails, and um, it lasts. I mean, you're talking like two or three dashes Three dashes is an ag- aggressive use of bitters in a cocktail, so it's going to last you for a long time. I think time. I've only bought like three bottles of it ever <laughs> <laughs> since I turned well, twenty-one. <laughs> it, it does eventually. It does eventually go bad, but uh, and you don't have to refrigerate it or anything. Just stick it in the bar, and it's going to be fine. And there's different bitters out there too that you can try. There's orange bitters. There's um, Peychaud's bitters that has kind of a, a, a licorice flavor to that's it. That's like the that's uh, the one I usually get. Yeah, and it's it's different uses for different right. uh, different drinks. I know there is uh, Woodford makes a like a dark cherry one, and it, you toss a little bit of that into a uh, an old fashioned. Yes, I've nice been saying drink. this for a while. I think like most old fashions, there's not much difference between them other than the the type of bourbon you put in it. But if you if you're looking for another way to add complexity to your old fashioned, I think bitters is the only other way besides the most noticeable way besides the bourbon you choose. Yeah, agreed. Or rye. Or rye. That's another, another way to change it, too. But you're, you're right. I mean, there's, there's only so much. You, it's, it doesn't have a whole lot of components to it. So, um, I mean, the cherries, you can buy those uh, Luxardo cherries that come in the – those things are legit. $45 a, bo- a jar. Well, they're not that expensive. But <laughs> they are. I mean, they're, but they're amazing. Well. You, can, you can actually make those, too. My wife has made them. Surprising. Dana makes everything. Uh, but you can you can make those yourself, and they they uh, taste almost quite almost as good. Um, 
I have killed this uh, old uh, this old Cuban already. I'm going Whoa. way yeah. too fast. Way too it's, fast. Uh, what was the pairing like? Slow down. How'd it go? Slow down, Eric. Slow down. I thought your name was Sensei. It's so good, though. This is great, Robbie. This is a it, great recipe. It is recipe. good, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had these, I mean, several times. Uh, Casa Fuente. They make a good one. And so I've had them, you know, and I've always liked them. But this just right now, Robbie, this, this is really good. Really good. Did you stop at 22 leaves of mint or did you <laughs> do the whole 30? <laughs> Is there even any liquid I, I in admit, Robbie's drink? I, I admit, I think we did a little less. There's not mint. even. There's not even one tiny little piece <laughs> of mint floating around in this. No, because you captured them in the shaker. We know how you did it, but your shaker is just filled to the brim with leaves with this much juice in it, right? <laughs> it's not. Guys, and also another tip: mint is like the craziest weed ever. Like I planted some mint in my backyard. It just it just went into the grass. It took over like my entire yard. Oh, mint, yeah, you, mint's great. It's not that bad of a thing, but if I would recommend make, putting your mint Mos- seeds mosquitoes, in a Mosquitoes in a pot. hate mint, and so like Ooh. if you have mosquitoes, oh, grow grow a mint patch. It's amazing. But here's the so key with it. look. That's I've got a ton. Info. I've got a ton of experience with mint. Here's the key <laughs> with does. mint: as you're growing the mint, and it'll start growing like weeds. About as soon as they start to shoot flowers up, this is a lot like tobacco, Jordan. Oh yeah. As soon as they start, you want to. Sh- Shooting the, the flower parts up, cut those flower parts off. Cut them off. In fact, you can cut your mint way down to where it's just, you know, and then you'll get nice, thicker. Because you want to direct its energy towards the leaves. Right, and plus, yep. not only that, but the mint leaves, the mint plants get so tall that they shade themselves, and then you get, like, really weak. You get shade-grown. You get really weak plants. You go sun-grown <laughs> or shade-grown? I, I, mint. I go shade-grown sun-grown, mint. baby, sun-grown. Get get the regular mint though. Don't get the spearmint. No, spearmint. Right, that's another right. thing is choosing the. Right. Mint. There's a lot of different mint leaves out there. Like yeah, apparently the, I didn't know that was a thing. Robbie's right. Uh, Robbie's right. But yeah. you, you got to stay away from the spearmint because we've we've done that a couple of times and just without even realizing the mints look a little bit different. The texture is a bit different. Uh, yeah, I think they're a right. bit more round. Um, but the flavors. Put out, as, yeah, they don't put up as much flavor. Yeah, it's not quite as intense. No. Um, do we want to jump into talking a bit more about rum in general, or do we want to go into the uh, cigar? It's up to you, Randy. I'm going to let you choose. Rum it up. Word. So rum <clears throat> is an alcoholic beverage. No. As I take a sip, <clears throat> it is uh, distilled from sugar cane. There you go, Randy. <laughs> Randy, you all right? Did you almost fall? <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> so it's uh, it's distilled from sugar cane. So it's not corn based or uh, or anything like that. It's all uh, sugar cane, sugar cane syrup, and sugar cane molasses. Apparently, are, are the main things that are in there. Um, when you start talking about different types of rum, it's I think even in the uh, in the recipe I said use a dark rum or an aged rum. Uh, a dark rum isn't necessarily a thing. There's clear rum. There's light rum. So that's going to be something that is not going to be aged in any type of barrel. It's pretty much a clear uh, spirit. Then you jump into like the, what do they call them? Golden rum, I think, is, uh, is gold or amber rum. And those tend to be uh, aged in oak barrels. They get a fuller body. That's the type of stuff that we're talking about here. So you want something that's aged. Uh, rum doesn't really have a whole lot of uh, regulation in the American market. So 
when I'm buying rum, and this was, I didn't realize I was actually doing this correctly, but <clears throat> I look for something that's got an age statement on it, says it's 10 years, 12 years, what have you, or with the word añejo. Because those are two terms that if you're going to put on your bottle, you have to provide uh, certain evidence that it is, in fact, aged um, to, uh, to use those terms. But a lot of uh, companies will get around it and not, uh, like Florida Cognac 25, for example. Nicaraguan rum, Florida Cognac 7, 12, very, very good. If you pick um, Florida Cognac, you're pretty much, you're, you're good to go. Yeah, and, there's, and they've, got, uh, they've got clear rum as well, which is great for mixing, uh, you know, pina coladas or, or anything, anything you'd put a clear rum into, like a mojito, something like that. Very, very tasty. Even though a mojito with an aged rum is even better. Uh, in my opinion, because you just get it. Is it every drink? I mean, come on. Yeah, that's that's Let's fair stop enough. Stop messing that's, around. That's fair enough. Uh, then you run into uh, spiced rum, as Randy was saying, uh, like uh, uh, what the hell was the example that you used? Uh, I used Malibu, but Malibu. I, I think <laughs> Cap Morgan's Captain probably Morgan. the most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be um, it's going to be artificially flavored. It's going to have spice in there. It's going to, usually going to be artificially colored as well. Uh, and then we get into uh, a thing called black rum, which is uh, when we do this in our winter episode, we will talk about perhaps my favorite cocktail of all time called the Dark and Stormy. And in the Dark and Stormy, you use uh, Gosling's uh, black seal rum, which is very, very dark. But it's not aged. They just use molasses to darken it and then add the flavor. So they're kind of cheating uh, with something like that. It's like instead of having a Maduro wrapper, you kind of paint it black, so to speak. <clears throat> not that any company's ever done that. Nobody's ever done that or been accused <laughs> or caught doing that. Rob, um, uh, Jeff Howard, what uh, rum would you just sip on? No cocktails. Uh, for, me, I'm uh, for me, I'm going anything that's aged. So it's got I, I've got to have an age statement or that word añejo on there. So um, like nothing like a, a black seal. Gosling's black seal is like eighteen bucks for a bottle. You don't want to sip on that. Like a, a basic Bacardi, I don't really want to sip on that stuff. I want something like tonight. I'm using a uh, Havana Club Seven añejo, which it's oh, Cuban. Oh, we're using the same thing. Yeah, we're twinsies. I didn't bring the bottle. I should have. Um, but uh, it, it works really well in this cocktail. I don't like it on its own personally. Uh, it's got kind of a weird flavor to it, but if I'm drinking rum on its own, I'm gravitating towards Florida Cana, towards, um, uh, Diplomatico, uh, Ron Zacapa is very good. A little more expensive. Florida Cana uh, 12 is like the, the, like the, the, the youngest that you would just want to sip on. Yeah. It, you know, you can have the seven, you can have the seven too. Yeah. But that's a little bit more like drink making level. I don't the nice thing with The nice thing with this, I'll, I'll agree. The 12 is much better. But the seven is still, if you're sitting there, you're having a cigar, you want something to sip on, you can still do that. It's right. still pretty good. But well, it's it's uh, it's better for mixing, personally. The worst rum I ever had was called the Kraken. That's a spice. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, spiced rum. It's yeah, it's a spice. Yeah. Actually, uh, Bill CD no was asking about that if it was it's terrible. appropriate. And it's no. Not, don't, don't, don't do not, that. Not for like, this. And that's that's I, the main thing you want to look for is just the, that that the style of it. Is it... If it's listed as a spiced rum, then there's going to be a lot of uh, spice, and it's going to have some synthetic stuff in there, some to darkening agents, so to speak, um, that are going to add some sweetness or going to add some color, uh, but it's not going to be quite as good. If you like really sweet stuff, then go down that road, and maybe that is something you'd enjoy. Like Captain Morgan, for me, is just is not getting it done. 
Um, but you can even go with some of these companies they that make uh, like uh, Mount Gay is a, a rum company, and I've only had like their their basic stuff. I think it's Puerto Rican, I think, um, but I may be wrong. But they make some higher end uh, offerings as well. So just look for an age statement or uh, añejo. I think the the best bang for the buck is probably going to be Diplomatico or Florida Cana 12. You can probably find those between 30 and 40 bucks a bottle. The great thing about rum is it's not going to get too expensive unless you get into like something that's 25 years old. And even at that point, it's really good. I don't know if it's worth $125 a bottle, but for, you know, 30, 40 bucks, you can get a really, really good bottle of rum. And I've been, as I've been doing research uh, for aged rums, there's been a ton of names pop up that I don't know anything about. So there's it's a it's a pretty wide market that's out there that uh, if you just do a little digging you'll find some really cool stuff. Randy, you're going to tell us about how sugar was invented? <laughs> no. no. Oh, Randy's. <laughs> Randy's. I was just going to I was just going to ask if your microphone was working. Uh, yeah, so that's I mean that's a little bit of a primer on rum. We could get a little more into it. These are aged uh, like an aged rum is going to be aged in uh Charred oak barrels, they're usually ex-bourbon uh, barrels. So you do sometimes get a bit of a bourbon influence. Uh, Florida Cana did a 10-year bourbon barrel age is what they called it. And it was only available in Nicaragua. I had Claudio bring a bottle home for me when I was working with Mombacho. I did not like it at all. It tasted like this weird, it was like they mixed bourbon and rum. It was The bourbon influence was way too strong. So um, if it says bourbon barrel age, I might avoid that but maybe try it i think i don't know wasn't one of the john drew brands uh spirits uh rum bourbon mix it was i'm not i'm not i'm not sure of that i didn't try any of that stuff yeah it was oh it had like a bird on the bottle or something the yeah. dovetail yeah there you go yeah so maybe i did have that i don't think they that, that doesn't it's pretty good doesn't exist anymore yeah. Mm. but yeah just i'd say just look for the age statement you know that's kind of the main thing you're looking for Randy, you want to talk about the cigar? <laughs> you want to talk at all? Co-host. Randy, Chris. What's wrong? What's wrong, everybody? I know. This is, uh, if, been, there's, if there's any rum questions, I'll, I'll field them as best I can. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I'm really good at drinking it. I've never made it before. You know what's weird is Havana Club, I didn't know this until last year. There's, a, just like cigars, there's a non-Cuban Havana Owned by Club. Bacardi, yeah. It's Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican rum. I didn't even know that was something I have to had to watch out for. But yeah, that came out a couple sure of years enough. ago. All right. So if you're in an American supermarket or liquor store or whatever, and you see um, Havana Club and you get excited, it's not. Don't. <laughs> I mean, it may be good. I haven't. I haven't had it. But it's. But it's not. I mean, you feel like you're finding like forbidden fruit. You're not. You're finding. It's just like if you go into your local shop and you find Monte Cristos, they're not Cubans. They're still going to be pretty good cigars. Right. And maybe Havana Club from uh, from Bacardi is good. I've never had it. Yeah, me neither, I don't think. Randy. Randy's just not talking. <laughs> He's not Randy. gonna say Pick a up word. The dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, come on. So that's cigar, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Is it, I, I did. I haven't even noticed. I haven't missed any cues that I was aware of. Uh, well, great. Yeah. Let's. Um, thanks for filling us in on that, Rob. Uh, very informative. You know what it is? Is typically to to Jordan's point. I have all. I, Rob has a hard time saying three things without me wanting to jump in and add my two cents to it. 
I have zero experience with rum. And so, like, I'm, I'm just sitting here as a spectator. Uh, and I've appreciated that, Jordan, you're way more familiar with this than I am. So you're taking the uh, bigger speaking role. But uh, I am very much enjoying the pairing. And, uh, and, the cigar and, and, is fantastic. Well, well the, I'm smoking it. It's very yeah. good. Yeah, so it was a very tasty cocktail. I honestly recommend trying it without the, the champagne. I kind of wish that I hadn't added the champagne after <laughs> afterwards. I, I was enjoying it quite a bit. Now, my mint leaves were like three inches. I had these massive – This my wife brought me these sprigs of mint that, that were massive. And so when, when I read 10 leaves, it's like – yeah, it would literally fill the shaker if I put ten of those leaves into that shaker. So I went with um, I went with three large leaves. It's got a nice mint character to it. It's very very noticeable, but um, but it did not come across as Colgate, which I didn't want to have happen. Um, I like the taste of spirits. You know, I don't I don't want to cover them up too much. But uh, anyways, it was a great cocktail. The cigar is uh, very very tasty. This is only the second one that I've smoked. You definitely pick up um, a significant transition, I believe, uh, you know, when it hits the Corojo 99 wrapper. Um, Jordan recently reviewed this cigar. It's a really good review. I got to hand no, it to like you, Jordan. It. Yeah, no, seriously. The, um, the, the whole Agonorso Leaf, um, as they've refined their, uh, their branding and their line extensions, it can get somewhat uh, complex as they have these kind of sub-brands. Uh, and Jordan did a really good job of like clearly stating uh, what the history of this cigar was and, and, and where it stands in their portfolio. But I, I think it's it's emblematic of what they've done with the brand that, you know, they've they've positioned themselves so much to say our strength is our leaf. And um, and this gives you, you know, I think probably each of us have, have actually done the Agonorsa experience um, Purito smoking with um, with Terrence that he has you smoke the the single leaf of the Criollo 98 and a single leaf of the Corojo 99. So you can taste how they taste different from each other. And then he has you kind of hit both of them at the same time, if you will, uh, to give you that blend. And, uh, and so this is kind of a way to give you that experience without having to go to one of his presentations um, where, where you really notice that Corojo 99 wrapper uh, come into the, the um, menagerie of flavor that's going on in the bunch uh, prior to that. So um, I think the sweetness of the wrapper is very, very apparent. It, it really brings together the rest of the, the flavors in the cigar when you're smoking just the bunch. I feel like it, I don't want to say harsh flavor, but it's, it's just not as refined. And when it hits that wrapper, man, it really just takes on this elegant sweetness. Uh, it's very rare. I, I always fight not to use the term. Um, tastes like sweet tobacco, and this, so like I try and come up with with a flavor that's it's more layman, that's more relatable if you're not familiar with tobacco as a as a flavor. But this comes across to me as being just such a nice, sweet, balanced uh, tobacco character with some cedar wood character. Very very low in uh, in spice, even in the retrohale. Maybe a little bit of white uh, white pepper, but um, but the, but but you know very very low on the on the peppery side. It, it really leans more towards that earthy, heartier, uh, sweet tobacco character. And uh, I, I think this is a they've knocked it out of the park with this release, man. It's a really good. Yeah, story. Randy, you know what I think is interesting about what you were saying about the 
describing it as a tobacco flavor is like if you were drinking a wine, you could say, oh, there's uh, tobacco notes in this wine. And that would, sure. that would totally make sense. But to say it in a cigar just sounds redundant, of course. And like, like, in, a, in a cigar, <laughs> you might be able to say, uh, not that I've ever tasted wine in a cigar, but you could theoretically say, like, oh, there's grape, there's wine-like notes in this cigar, but you wouldn't, oh. in a wine, you couldn't say that. You know, it's yeah, yeah. Kind of interesting. That, that, that's interesting. I hadn't thought it through that much. But I always see that, and I think, well, this just doesn't feel that descriptive to yeah. say that your cigar tastes very tobacco-like. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but like, it really is kind of a perfect descriptor of just like that, that sweet earthiness um, that that I know of uh, t- tobacco. And I, I saw my buddy Chad, who I got to take a moment. Well, well, first I'll answer his question. Chad asked, he noticed that I've switched. I finished my cocktail. Unlike you, gentlemen, I don't have a... Uh, a roadie here in in the studio to bring me my cocktail. Oh, do we have? Oh, we do have that. Matt's making a streak over here. Holy! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Ooh. I I've already look at him go. Beer. Look at him go. <laughs> nice sucker, um, Randy. So, uh, so I I am going with Cellar uh, Makers. Um, there it is. Coconut Bulletproof Porter. I drank this one on a show recently with you guys. Uh, fantastic porter. It's going really nicely with the cigar as well. I miss the cocktail but no one will bring me one um but i gotta take a moment uh now that uh, eric has made it as public as can be uh the new dojo app slash website is oh, up yeah. and running uh it's in beta and uh, hopefully eric will talk a little bit about that and the successes that uh, they've seen so far uh but i was really excited i got i came off the block hot i was the leader <laughs> in the pack uh <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, Eric and his, his programmer don't count obviously cause they cheat. Um, so I was like, I was the point leader for the, for the whole first couple of weeks of this thing. It was a lot of fun, became very competitive. My man, Chad to Chad <laughs> passed me up today. Oh, and, like uh, overall, and, and overall points. Holy uh, Chad to Chad. Chad, is Chad. Now the, uh, Chad to Chad. He's a fourth leader. degree, uh, orange belt now. Holy cow. <laughs> We nobody it's has fourth a, degree? nobody has above yeah, orange yeah. yet, right? Not even no, you. That's no, I don't. What's after no. orange? Brown? Green. 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 I only know that because the only person that cheats more than Eric is his programmer that created the app. So <laughs> Thomas Love, <laughs> you, those, you cro- those Croatians. <laughs> I'm I'm actually checking in with my cigar as we speak. Oh, good call. So guys, um, if you want to check it out, go to go to dojoverse.com and check it out. Lots of You fun. can check into a cigar. I'm doing that right yes! now. Yes. Check into Lunatic. This, that's a feature that we've wanted to add to the dojo Torch. since 2014. Boom. I Thank kid you, you not. Look at, look at Matt. But we just never had a way to do it until Cheers. until Cheers. now. Let's have a little toast to Matt for making us these drinks. Cheers Let's. to Matt. Thank Cheers, you, Matt. Buddy. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. I just finished my Thank check-in you. and screwed it up. Thank you so much. Bro. I might be checking in twice. Don't tell anybody. I'm. Sm- By the way, me and Jordan are smoking the bonsai because it it features Corojo through and through. Because right. nobody sent me a torch. <laughs> 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 no, I actually I had one in my first. I forgot it. So that's a, that's a good bit though. Good that's yeah. that's my 150 percent. appreciate that i uh, hold on i have to doctor up my photo here so it looks all fancy pants well yeah you know i'll I'll say real quick you know uh agonor silly what um 
is oh and that was the other piece i liked about the review that jordan Uh-oh. did i because i've seen both placencia and agonorsa uh, claim to be the number one producer of tobacco in mm. nicaragua as, as a as a standard and so i i went to ask and i said well you know who is number one is it you guys or is it placencia and terrence basically said that their land and uh and acreage of tobacco is so similar that it literally comes down season to season as to what the yield is, and and it's it's a neck and neck uh, volume battle between Placencia and Agonorsa as the largest producers, and uh, any given year one or the other may uh, actually be able to boast a higher total volume of uh, of weight, but um, but the the vast majority, my understanding of uh, Agonorsa leaf agriculture of tobacco is. Primarily, they focus on the Corojo 99 wrapper, um, more specifically in the Jalapa Valley and the Criollo in Esteli, uh, where they have uh, different soils. And so you get different uh, flavor components where we've heard many, many times people that are yeah, much more talking about that exa- those exact two, uh, those exact two areas. Right, and right. Randy, I hate to interrupt, but I've got some breaking news. Like, Baseball is canceled. Like we are breaking news right now. Do it. 100% breaking news. As of, uh, according to my screen, 23 seconds ago, Master Sensei is a first-degree green belt. Oh, wow. No! Oh. Now, bow before And you. I'd also like to point out... <laughs> You're not even paying attention during the show? You're making posts? Goodness. This is crazy. That's and what you interrupted. I'd also you like to point out... going to be meaningful. <laughs> no, that, that, uh, that our friend Alex San M is now a fourth-degree white belt. It was like 10 seconds after Sensei, and I don't want him to get overlooked. Now, I saw uh, on the comments here... Uh, where is it? Tanner Cole says it's rigged. He gets topped out at 750 points, Sensei. But Dude, he hasn't figured it out. That's not even... A fact. All right. I know. We're I'm, getting in uh, too much inside baseball here. Oh, but, it's but, too inside. Okay, but, but gentlemen, well, just know that week. we've set it up to where you can't. It's it'll be harder to rig the system. We didn't want people to just like say, yeah, "Oh, it, that's it, worth X amount of points." I'm just going to blow up the timeline with that. The idea is to have uh, meaningful yes, interactions, exactly, exactly. And it, and and the the points are really just a byproduct. We we're all just kind of hanging out on the dojo and sharing what we're drinking, smoking, eating. Pictures of our pets, dojo pets, join it. It's a great group. Um, uh, I, I was eating. I had bagels delivered to the house this morning. I had bagels and locks this morning for breakfast. I posted a picture in the, in the dojo foodie group and got a lot of kickback because I put capers on my bagel and locks. Do you know how bougie you sound when you say, <laughs> I had bagels delivered to the house this morning? <laughs> I, oh, actually, I didn't really think about that. They do. Well, you, everything. Everybody delivers now. Everybody delivers. And this is a this is a legit deli in Berkeley that I've never been to, and I saw they delivered, and I ordered them a week ago, and they deliver on Wednesdays. They got here at like nine fifteen. It was perfect for breakfast. Yeah, my life is like that. Breakfast at nine fifteen, Randy. I'm more of a no, ten my- o'clock guy myself. <laughs> I'm so pretty George, sure I ate breakfast at six thirty this dorm. morning. Yeah. Did you sleep last night? Uh, last night I did. I've been busy this week, man. It's been rough, rough, like, rough a week like for a me. Vampire, bro, bro. Life's been rough. I, we'll leave it at that. There's, a, there's a, there's a reason I'm, I'm slightly off today. I apologize for that uh, to our wonderful, slightly. beautiful audience. 
<laughs> you didn't even claim to. You didn't even claim to invent rum. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, what you, what's going on? I here? wanted. I thought we were gonna get like a breakdown on sugar cane and the growing. I season. thought he was like you know like he, he his first girlfriend was one of the Bacardi family. And... <laughs> you know it's ironic that you bring there that up because, <laughs> because actually I I found out that molasses is actually a byproduct of the sugar industry and and. Uh, well, when I was in uh, Mexico learning to farm organically, uh, they they taught me that to to make <laughs> an organic fertilizer, you actually use um, this uh, peoncillo, uh, which which we know as molasses. But I mean, at one sniff, you know exactly what it is, right? It's it's actually um, the the when they refine sugar, molasses is the byproduct. That's like the the impurities that they rem- remove from the, the yeah it literally is like in essence yeah <clears throat> and i i never knew that i i grew up my dad was a big black strap molasses guy and like we we do homemade biscuits with molasses on them and so i i just grew up thinking it was uh it was just another regular product and then you go to mexico where they use it uh only in like fertilizer processing and something like no, no, this is the stuff you take out of sugar. What do you mean you use this straight? Like, they, they, they thought I was crazy. Uh, somebody yeah. just pointed out, Randy, I didn't know that. That's interesting because molasses for me is a, is a very specific flavor and it's kind of an earthy sweet. Yeah. And I, that is one thing that if you go through and you read some of our reviews, molasses is a sweetness that I like to point out, um, especially when you're talking about Maduro cigars. It's much more present there. Uh, but even like a sugar cane, if you've tasted, Sugar cane doesn't taste like sugar. I mean, there's there's an earthiness to it. It's uh, it's actually a very interesting flavor, and it's not sometimes not all that pleasant, but um, it is. Uh, it's that's also a flavor that kind of pops up in in cigars too. Kind of an I, I reference it as more of an like an earthy kind of sweet. There's a difference between like a, a sugar cane sweetness and a molasses sweetness. But um, yeah, that's a couple of things that uh, and I try to be as specific as I can in reviews. But I hear it's funny that you bring up sweet tobacco because I always try not to say that too. Mm-hmm. And there's very there's one very specific cigar reviewer who I'm not going to call out that everybody knows who he is. 150% of you have read his reviews, and he uses that term a lot. And I try to stay away from it now, because it just like, to me I don't feel like like you're saying, Randy. I feel like it doesn't say anything really. We already know this right. is tobacco, and it's a little bit sweet. So I try to find another way to say right. that the, type of. I'm not a hundred percent opposed to it because. Sometimes I think of like if you've ever been to a factory and you go in and and like actually like put your face in like the pilon, that smell is kind of what I think of as when I get that taste of the raw tobacco. It's like that smell. So I'm not yeah, completely I, opposed to it, but I of course like it's the same thought. I I try not. To, sometimes it's like I think I've used it a handful of times because there's literally no other term that 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 I know of that describes that flavor, and I know exactly the flavor that excuse me, that you're talking about. It's the same thing that I'm talking about. And I, but I try to avoid it as much right. as possible. Like, you, you don't want to say that your beer tastes like beer. No, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like you're doing a disservice. And someone did point out, uh, I don't know that we said the website for the new um, Dojo experience. Dojoverse.com. Uh, there you go. And we'll be Into uh, the Dojoverse. We'll be making, I don't know if we'll be doing shows or we'll be doing just like videos that we upload, but... We'll be trying to do like some 
some video shows where where the sensei and I go over like little tips and tricks. Because there are some things that are a little tricky to you know. It's gonna it's a new thing. Well, like, like you know, people are go- there are some people that cutting are cutting edge, ha- baby. Some people are cutting gonna, edge. Some people are gonna hate it because it's the other the the original dojo app is so simple, and I get that. And I I like the original dojo app too. But after you know, since two thousand twelve. There's only so many pictures of cigars and a comment that you can look at. Like, we needed more things, and so to do it, we had to start from the ground up. That was the only way. Apple doesn't like cigar apps. Google doesn't like cigar stuff. So we had to go a new route, and that's why we're doing this, guys. We would only do it if we had to do it, and this is the way we had to do it. So for all of you, like... Uh, traditionalists out there, I feel your pain, but this is the way we have to go. And one of these tips that I want to point out really quick is if anybody's going to dojoverse.com, you're going to think, oh, it's just a website now. Um, it's built as a what's called a pro- progressive web app. So when you, you see on Safari on your phone, you can there's that button that says add it to the home screen. It turns the web page into a little icon on your home screen. A lot of times with the websites, that's just a, you know a link to go back to the website. With this, that's actually going to turn it into an app. So when you have this saved to the home screen, it's it's going to act like an app, which is so that's our thing. Jor- Jordan, I've asked this question, and I don't, you may have responded on the verse, and I didn't see it. I call it the verse now. The Ooh, verse. I like that. It's, I like that. I it's, like it's the verse. Um, <clears throat> can you do that on? Because I I don't use Safari on my phone. I use Chrome. Can I do that through Chrome? Are you, you on? A- are you on Android or uh, iPhone? Oh no, Apple. If you're on iPhone, you have to do it through Safari. Yeah, for some okay. for some reason, Chrome on iPhone does not do that. But on Android, oh, okay. it'll be through Chrome. Right. So, but, but I can just do it once, and then it's done, and who cares? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That being said, it's glitchier on Safari than it is on Chrome, so I still prefer I, going through a, a web uh, it's, Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, still, I still use Chrome. It doesn't act as much like an app as it does on Safari, but uh, when I hit like, it definitely likes it. On Safari, it doesn't always necessarily do so. No, hey, by so, the way, Randy, just real quick on that, like we've getting... totally sped up the liking, so it should be fine now. Like, yeah. we, oh, is that right? We fixed that issue, so you should be good. And we're fixing stuff every single day. Yeah, right, it's, right, right. It's 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 still beta testing, um, and I've said this a couple of times uh, to the group. I've been a member of the dojo since 2014, but I've been uh, I would to to call me a passive member. I think would be. Maybe a little bit generous. I'll post every now and again. <laughs> uh, but with the verse, now that it's, I've got a tab open every time I have my browser. It's on just, your I desktop. can click on it on my desktop, my laptop. Yeah. I can, I've got a tab open. I can click on it. When I go to <clears throat> my phone and I say, boom, I click on, um, I click on uh, Chrome. With Chrome, you have like a bunch of different windows of what tabs you have open. And then, boom, Dojo Verse right there. I click on it and it's live and it's right there on my phone. So I don't have to, you don't have to keep going to the website. You can just kind of keep it open and it, and it works, it works that way. But one thing I will say is I've been so much more engaged and it's not that I'm trying to keep up with Randy. I never could. The man does not sleep and he's figured out all the little tricks and nooks and crannies where you can get extra points and that's cool. <laughs> and like, I'll, I'll come up with, I'll come up with a, a, a recipe for a cocktail and he'll post it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's totally fine, but I, I just, I, I find myself so much more engaged in this. It's just a lot, it's just a lot of fun. And yep. the fact that it's, it's game, gameized, gameized, whatever the term is, makes it a little bit more fun. But I, I, I just want to, I find myself interacting with folks in the dojo that I've never met before. 
and I, I didn't know. And, and now I, I can see the pictures of their dogs and all kinds of cool stuff. It's like basically, as far as cigars are concerned, it's replaced Facebook for me. So for me as well. I, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, I'd, I'd much rather spend my time on Dojo than on Facebook where everybody's talking about politics and all their kinds yeah. of BS that I don't want to talk about. We can just talk about cigars and movies and whatever in the hell else we want to talk about. And we keep it in our group and it's great. And I've, I've seriously, I have not closed the tab since it started. So I think you guys have done a great job. It's, uh, I mean, obviously we're still in beta testing. I have no dog in this hunt. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, that the, the dojo is, uh, is expanding, but, uh, I, for me, it's just a lot more fun to interact with. Robbie, will your uh, promo check will be in the mail tomorrow. Thank you. Copy that. Thank you. Well, I, I hit the right number of words, right? It was like, a, like <laughs> 300 words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you notice I post and, and glorify these guys and I, and I get called a brown nose or you, you get a check. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know I'm I, still the new guy. It's all, the it's all about experience, baby. It's all about experience. Randy might be up for that uh, Hall of Fame badge. Pretty soon. Oh, yeah. there, is, there is a Hall of Fame group. From what I understand, Randy requests uh, to be added to that every day. Okay, to be clear, <laughs> I, I let everybody know. So there's groups now in Dojoverse, which makes it fantastic uh, because you, you can post a little bit more than just cigars and engage in, in like-minded, shared interest uh, you know, topics, uh, such as Dojo Pets or food, oh. Foodies Unite. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, but I'll tell you, so there's, there's public groups and there's private groups. So if it's a private group, you have to request admission. And so the first couple of days, I, I was requesting admission into the Hall of Fame group, naturally. Because <laughs> and, 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 why wouldn't you? Because why wouldn't I? And, uh, and, and you get, like, there's this little notification that says, like, request sent or, or request membership. And so if you get denied, it just reverts back to request access again. And so the first couple of days, I could tell Eric was just denying me access. He got so sick of me requesting, he just leaves it as a standing <laughs> request now. <laughs> I, I feel like, can, can I make a suggestion? Yeah, and this goes into the, 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 in the, maybe I should do this in the beta dogs group. But uh, I suggest that if you request to be part of a group that maybe you shouldn't be in, it, it, it becomes like it goes into the feed. Oh, yeah. Like Randy, Randy has been rejected. Public, public denial. <laughs> That's really the only one I want to see. Public denial. I want to see the, the post that says Randy again. Shame. Been... <laughs> Shame. I was thinking of that exact same scene as he was describing. It's just like, so I just got to walk down the street naked? Is that what's going on here? No, 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 no. Please keep your clothes on, but we'll ring the bell. Ro uh, Robbie, Randy was so excited when he finally got the leaderboard working. He, I like that. that was the greatest day of his life. So there's proof. proof. There's it, proof. Right? Not even on it, I imagine. We no, can I, talk I, about. Got to be in hours. the top twenty. Anyways, that's enough of that. Let's talk cigars and 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 but old it's, Cubans. It's, yeah. oh, this is technology Odyssey uh, uh, episode one right here. <laughs> so let's let's get the let's get our our voting for this out of the way. Then we'll t I want to talk a little bit more about the cigar and kind of the flavors we're getting out of the cigar because I, I feel like we kind of we didn't give it its really its due course. We talked more about rum, which is fine. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that the intensity is spot on. Um, I think that I'm getting the, the citrus. From, citrus and cigars for me is, is a very fine balance. And maybe I'm just a little too sensitive to the citrus flavor when I'm smoking um, cigars. But 
this really, really works out. There's a nice, you, you still get some of that spice from the rum. Um, you get a little bit of like, like not spice, but like, you know, the flavor I'm talking about that kind of rum, that depth of, of flavor from the rum, the spice from the mint is really, really nice. Um, for me, the, that, that little bit of spice, a little bit of sweetness, kind of that earthy sweet is the flavor hook for me. I'm going 100% thumbs up. I think this is a great pairing. I really, really enjoy it. Randy, what are your thoughts? I'll also give it a thumbs up uh, because of uh, several of the things that you mentioned. The rum, uh, you know, give it a, just kind of a comparison to whiskey. Um, with whiskey, you get more of that corn and that oak character. With 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 rum, you really do get that um, that more complex sugar, uh, a deeper, richer, uh, kind of smooth character to it um, that I think is going extremely well with with the cigar. Um, again, the the spice in the cigar is subdued, if in existence at all, yeah. and so. Um, so I think that that kind of sweeter, more mellow uh, richness of the rum goes really, really well with this cigar. Um, you know, so, and something to say about you know we 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 planned the order of the Corojo cigars as the first three cigars that we smoked. Um, the hot ten, I'm sorry, the hot ten. Oh yeah, we have to relearn that one. Like boat, yeah, <laughs> yeah. boat with an H. Uh, hot ten. The El Wewense and the Aganor Salif Lunatic Torch uh, all come from Aganor Salif, the, not only the uh, tobacco crops, but as well the factory that uh, bunched and rolled these. And so this is going to cap off the first three. All came from the same Nicaraguan um, manufacturer uh, uh, company. And... Um, and I, I, I think these were all fantastic cigars. You know, something Eric kind of challenged us through that we didn't do on the Corojo that he did in the um, in the Connecticut Shade was kind of checking in with us with what we thought was the best pairing so far. And so I thought it'd be a kind of interesting uh, touch since these first three were all Nicaraguan. We have one more Corojo wrapper. We've already announced that is going to be the JRE Corojo Reserva. That's going to be a yes. original Corojo coming from Honduras. Uh, and so we're, we're going to take a little bit of a diversion from some of the, the flavor profile that we had in these first three episodes. So I thought it'd be uh, kind of a good milestone for us to do, do a check. Rob, what do you think, since I believe you've given a thumbs up to each of the three uh, pairing so far what do you think so far makes the best beverage pairing with the Corojo 99 wrapper so I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and list the pairings that we've had so far sure so we, we did Hot Ho 10, 10 with the root beer mm -hmm. and then last week we came back and we did the El Huehuense with a rye whiskey mm -hmm. and then obviously today uh based on the release of your new fantastic summer cocktail article found only on CigarDojo.com. Uh, yeah. We went with the old Cuban. So what say so, you there? For me, and um, uh, I just wanted you to, I was just testing you to see if you remembered all of them. I, um, I really, there's not one that stands out for me, frankly. In, in, in the Connecticut, there was, there was the, uh, the numero uno, we did, it was Uno with the Chardonnay, right? Correct. And that, to me, was the, the was the pairing that I just didn't expect. Right, right. So, so maybe that's why, that's why it's, right. it stood out. 
Um, so far, they've, these have all been very, very good. They've all been very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the best or pro- my favorite so far has been the Hot 10 with the root beer because it's like I feel like I could do that all day, man. It no. just, it, there's there's a certain I know we on Flavor Odyssey we've been very uh, alcohol focused, especially in season one was all beer, uh, <clears throat> and we've been focused more on cocktails and, and spirits. Uh, there's a, there's something to be said to be able to have a pairing where I can have three or four of them in a row, and, and that, that's a pretty serious smoking day, right? I'm having three or four cigars, and that probably turns into like five or six root beers, which is like sugar overload. But yeah. I, it's it's I'm not gonna be like trashed at the end of that. There's a certain there's a certain thing that I like about ha- being able to have like go back to back. Maybe I, I smoke a couple of Hot Tens, and or go from a Hot Ten to to this torch, and then um, and, and just have a couple of different root beers in there. I'd really like to try it with Dr Pepper because that was I was kind of surprised that that was uh, that was uh, Dion. So that was the best soda pairing was the Dr Pepper, which is really like the only soda I actually drink. I love Dr. Pepper. Mm. I don't really drink much soda, but like the only thing you'll find in my cabinet is, you know, a 12 pack of, of Dr. Pepper. It's always in there because I do enjoy it. Um, and I think that's because whenever I would go stay with my aunt and uncle, my uncle always drank or drank uh, Dr. Pepper. So there's always some in the fridge. So there's kind of a, a nostalgia thing there for me. But anyway, I think that's probably my favorite is with the root beer, although they've, it's super, super close. It's yeah. like one, one A and one B. These are all very good. And it's because the tobacco is so good, man. It's yeah. as long as you're not going with like a, a barrel aged imperial stout where you're just completely blowing it out, and you understand what you're smoking. This is you can pair a lot with this stuff, and, and we said the same thing, or at least I did, about the uh, the Connecticut Shade. There's it was far more pairable than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I knew Corojo would be because of these flavors that you get. It's as long as you stick with anything. It's not barrel aged or like cask strength. The pairings are going to be pretty damn good. Oh, oh well, um, if I may, uh, I would say sure. I, <laughs> I actually, and, and I'm sure a lot has to do with what you acclimate to. Like you said, you drink soda with more frequency. I literally hadn't drank soda in years when we did that pairing. And I found the root beer extremely sweet. Um, and to me, it kind of uh, detracted from the flavor of the cigar was a little overly sweet for me. And if you recall, I, I went with the with the Bundaberg um, mostly because it didn't have any artificial sweetness in it. It was, uh, it was just like straight table sugar or whatever. Bundaberg, uh, uh, from what I, sorry to interrupt, uh, Bundaberg from everything I've tried from them, they're always on the sweeter side. Yeah. Oh, it was a very, it was a very sweet root beer with their, their ginger beer is and ginger beer is important when you start talking about dark and stormies i really want to do a dark and stormy show because i love that cocktail but uh their their uh ginger beer is a little bit sweet their their root beer i've had is a little bit sweet so i think they're a little bit on the sweeter side yeah so so for me that that was that was actually the 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 least my least favorite so far of the three and honestly i would i would argue um right now i sit at a tie with this pairing and last week's pairing with the with the yeah. rye whiskey and the Elwuense, and I think uh, uh, it, it serves to say that that one went better with the other. I don't think I could invert those. I don't think I would have enjoyed this one as much with the rye whiskey. Again, the right. the cigar itself has less 
uh, spicy character than the El Wewense. And we talked a little bit last week about the spiciness of rye uh, whiskey and how it was uh, pairing well with the spiciness of the El Wewense, where this one leans a little bit more earthy, a little bit more sweet. And so I think the rum really paired perfectly with this. So right now it's it's a neck and neck 1A, 1B tie for me with these two, with the Hot 10, unfortunately. Even though I love the cigar, um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the root beer pairing. I could have, uh, frankly, gone, Randy, with a three-way, but it's really not that kind of show. So I didn't want to, uh, I, I didn't want to, uh, to, to upset our, our family viewers. But, well, I'm, um, I'm curious, before you move on, Eric and, and Jordan have been pairing along with us, and I know the, the bonsai is uh, somewhat sweeter, um, also kind of like this lunatic. What, what do you guys have to say? Because I know you guys are big bourbon guys and not as, as regular with the rum or the rye. So how, how would you guys rank these? I think right now this is the most fun pairing, right? Right here, the one we got. This is a great recipe by Robbie, and now we're not smoking the exact same cigar, but it's very similar, and it's just, it's fun. It's bright. It's fresh. It's everything that you want in a pairing. That little bit of citrus just, you know, freshens your palate every time you take a drink, and then you go to the cigar. It's just, this, is, this, to, be, this to me is, is my number one. Yeah, I, I would say this one's the most interesting. I, I didn't get to do the uh, Hoten and the root beer, um, but at the last two, I mean, like, cigars and, and whiskey is like, that's that's my wheelhouse. Uh, so it paired great, but I feel like this was more interesting and fun. Yeah, we, we talked about uh, potentially just doing a straight rum pairing uh, this week, and... Um, <clears throat> Maybe that's something we could look at for like a wild card episode. Hey, by the way, Robbie, on that topic, yeah. I have a glass of straight rum right here. Mm. And so I'm kind of going back and forth. And I can tell you that the cocktail is is a better pairing. It's just. Is it really? Yeah, it's a more bright. It's got a brightness to it's it. It's yeah. got a brightness to it. It makes it fun. It clears your palate. It's, it is a better well, pairing. I, I think that like the sugar cane, like a sugary, a clean sugar pairs really nice with Aganor, most of Agonarsa's stuff. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting. Corojo is so interesting. Like Dion was talking, you know, for an hour and a half <clears throat> about Corojo and like how great it is. But he was also talking about it as more of a building block to to kind of highlight, um, you know, the rest of of the leaves in the cigar. Now these were treating these last two were treating a little bit differently where we're focusing more on the wrapper. So it's it's kind of interesting that um, the uh, that the um, the pairings have been the way that they have been. Does that make sense? It's it's just the 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 leaves have been used so differently. The leaves are all coming from the same place, but the experience is so different. Like I think if we had the Hot Ten with this, it probably wouldn't be a very good pairing. Personally, I mean, Randy, are you kind of on on that same track? I know you were saying that a, a little bit earlier, but I, I I feel like it's just kind of interesting that Hot Ten and that experience, while the tobaccos were all coming from the same place, was a bit different than these last two. Well, yeah, and I and I just pointed out that while they're both Corojo wrappers, they always say in this one, one was spicy and one wasn't. Uh, so I I, th I believe I'm I'm jumping on the point you're trying to make is that even though they're using, you know, very similar potentially even from the same lots of land uh tobacco yeah. the 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 different 
combinations of leaves used in the bunch, the different uh, recipes for these cigars. You can do so many different things and drive such different uh, primary flavor components with using some of the same basic, uh, you know, uh, building blocks or, 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 uh, or, you know, leaves. It's it's a very, very versatile leaf, which to your point is exactly what uh, Dion was saying that he loved about it so much. It's like I, I'm going to steal a, a line from a movie. Like, how can you not be romantic about tobacco when you can take these? These are leaves that are grown in the exact same places. And for the most part, these blends are probably all very similar, more or less. Uh, I mean, you get down to the percentages they are going to be different. But to get such different experiences and such different expressions from the exact same leaves, this is what I love about cigars and why I've been doing this for 10 years, 12 years. Eric, I, I imagine you feel the same. I saw you just posted uh, this, the, uh, what was it, 10 years ago was your first IPCPR? Two, Eight years ago? No, yeah, it was uh, 2000, 2012. I don't think we went to IPCPR until 2013, though, but still, yeah. Yep. I mean, we, we started the dojo in 2012. Okay, yeah. It's just, I mean, we've been, there's a reason that we stick around with this and that you guys are all smoking cigars, and every time you try, you want to try something different every time because there's so many different ways. It's the same with bourbon. It's the same with beer. It's all this, it's like you're talking about three or four different ingredients, but you have so many different outcomes. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, that's why I love this so much. Yeah. I don't know. I could keep going on like that for hours, but I won't. But um, yeah, that to me is uh, is interesting. And so next week is going to be even even more interesting because we're going to a totally different country, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's they're right next to each other, but it's still a different country. So you get different uh, different different uh, things impacting in the soil. You've got different temperatures. You've got different rain amounts. You've got all kinds of different stuff that are you're taking the same seed more or less. And you're you're getting a totally different experience, Randy. What is the? We're going with beer next week, yes? That's correct. Yeah. So um, I teased at the end of last week's show. You had clearly uh, been pretty excited about your article and your study on rum. So I let you uh, r- run with this one. Next week, I I am going to get. Thank you for allowing me to do no, that. No, no. I, I I love seeing you were pumped up about it. Um. So next week we are going to be going to the Honduran original Corojo. Uh, with the with the Jerry Corojo Reserva, with the uh, I myself will be drinking Deschutes Black Butte Porter. I'm not sure which if you've chosen your porter yet, uh, but I we will. Not. We will. Be Jack is here. Uh, happy birthday, Jack! Happy, Randy, happy birthday! Oh, yes. Yay. That was the 19th time you've interrupted me in the show, and the one time I like totally support it. Okay. <laughs> happy he, birthday, Jack. <laughs> Love you, Jack. Man. Happy birthday, uh, Jack. Uh, but uh, but but so next week I will get into because I've done some great research on the on the history of of Corojo and Criollo and 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 where we went from original Corojo versus Corojo ninety nine and what it was like in the Vuelta Abajo region of Cuba and uh, I'm really excited about that. It's <laughs> one of the space. things I, I I enjoy. So, um, what region? The Vuelta Abajo. Vuelta Abajo. What's the yeah. first word? Vuelta. Vuelta? Vuelta. Vuelta. Vuelta abajo. It's like a... It's like a Pinar de Rio. A, 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 yeah, it's Pinar de Rio. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's the, the primary growing, uh, tobacco growing uh, region of Cuba where all, all these um, uh, seeds and, and uh, genetics originated in tobacco. And so I am really excited to share that with everybody. 
And so uh, please tune in next week. We'll talk a little bit about some of the variants between Honduran and Nicaraguan grown. And we'll make some uh, we'll ma- I'll make some comparisons at least to um, to hops and and uh, grape uh, varietals in wine and how they they vary from, uh, you know, just like you were saying, uh, uh, Rob, that the the terroir the variance in the microclimates that you'll get from from colder nights to hotter nights, from uh, more volcanic soil to loamy soil, and, and how, how those uh, create some of those variances even before the blender starts to work with them or before the, the uh, you know, the master fermenters, um, you, you know, apply their fermenting technique, which does vary from, uh, from one agricultural uh, tobacco creator to, to another. But... Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I, I and I'm now convinced. I, I really wish that I was like you guys, and I had someone just to randomly bring me drinks during the show because I would have liked to stay with an old Cuban, and I'll I'll go back to that once we get off air here. Cause, you got a wife? Wait, um, wait, it's funny that you should I also say have that, Randy, because <laughs> hey, round three, baby, just showed up. Cheers! Yeah, oh, cheers, baby. Hey. David, David, you are a saint. Mm. We love you, David. <laughs> Thank you for the show support. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's a damn good cocktail. It's one of my favorites. It's really good. Really good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you introduced it to all of us. I had never even heard of it before. And and Randy, to to kind of squash the uh, the 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 misnomer maybe earlier on, um, don't let No, I've I've already said that someone posted on Facebook is 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 Jack allowed in the Dojo Pets group. Um, I started that group. I don't know if I have the power to keep him from it. You do. <laughs> you actually do. And yeah, I, well, I might. So, so this is the second reason to have hey, requested access and denied posts <laughs> pop up. Like I think those are the only two that need to. <laughs> actually, for, for for his birthday, I, I found a uh, uh, just a picture. It was like a happy birthday picture with the dog's nose like right up in his face. I thought that was kind of perfect, but. Um, no, I, I'm. I don't remember what I was saying before that. What was I saying before that? Nobody knows. Uh, I don't know cocktails. Anyway, very, yeah. very. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Randy. I'm sorry that you can only have one, uh, but this is one of my favorites. Um, it's a little labor intensive, but it's if definitely worth. You it. ever get the chance, get one at Casa Fuente. That's oh yeah, that's, that's my favorite. That's very good. It's only going to set you back like 25 bucks. Yeah. All right, and so this Friday, uh, there's another show on Cigar Dojo called Smoke Night Live. What's going on this weekend? Oh, boys, you know what? We we've, we've just decided that this week just seemed like the week to just not have a guest, and we'll just do one of our famous game shows. It's named that Tune Week. Here's how it works. We start the show. We have four rounds. I will read, just just read Without monotone. Any, any, yeah, monotone, yeah. no inflection <laughs> in my voice whatsoever. Some song lyrics, and the first person to post the song name and band that did it first gets a point. And as we go through, boom, the guy who gets the most points, the guy or girl who gets the most points, will win a killer cigar prize pack from the dojo. It's always a ton of fun. That's Smoke Night Live Friday. At uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, that's 9 p.m. Eastern for you guys on the East Coast. Not a thing. Those are some of my favorite episodes. They are usually classic. It's just the dojo. Yeah. Classic dojo. It's going to be fun. Can can I give a a pro tip 
to anyone listening that might tune in. <laughs> yes. Because there's always some contention on the game shows where you guys have the first to respond. Yes. I'd like Chad's to recommend- banned from playing. <laughs> Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff says Chad is banned from playing. He interrupts me just to read uh, a, a, a audience uh, comments. That's so awesome. Uh, so the... Um, the, the pro tip would be go get yourself a Cat5 cable and plug in <laughs> because your Wi-Fi isn't good enough. There's so many times that we've watched these shows that people are complaining they feel like they were first and on their feed that person was first. And in the end, we've double and triple and quadruple checked it. It's your Wi-Fi speed. Yep, that's yes. what it comes down to. <laughs> and and for us, we <laughs> have to, I mean, unfortunately, there's we just have to go by what our feed shows, like, that's the only way to, yes, to do it. Our feed is the Bible, essentially. Right. So we have to go by our feed, and that's. But it's a fun time. Even if you don't win, who cares? It's fun just to play along. Like it doesn't even matter if you win or lose. It's fun to play along. Don't get don't get too wrapped up into winning or losing. Just uh, just join us Friday night because it's fun to do, and we always have a good time and talk about a lot of fun stuff. So we'll be doing that on Friday. Yes. Fantastic. And then next week, again, we've already we've already stated we're going to be drinking a porter while smoking the uh, Jerry Corojo Reserva. And thank you, everybody. Rob, take us out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Randy's the co-host. What he the heck was that? I had a thought, and I was going to say something, and then I backed out of it. So yeah, this like, great finish. Yeah. All he was like going, and then all of a sudden he just <laughs> he just bailed it's, on it. it. Yeah. And it's it, he complains that I interrupt him, and this is the one time I don't. And what do you get? It's uh, you know, I frankly, I got a fresh cocktail. We can go another twenty minutes. Oh, Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. So this is two thumbs up. This uh, this lunatic torch is very good. This is my first time smoking it. I do want to smoke it uh, without a cocktail and just get a, a try kind of a true experience of the cigar. But it's very very tasty. Uh, as Randy said, we'll be back next week, next Wednesday, six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. If anybody tells you any other times, they're just wrong. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Those are the only two time zones that really matter. No offense, boys. Hey. I, I, I like I like Mountain Time. I do. It's it's, it's we, uh, but it's guys. I don't know sports are, are much better for us because we get to watch all the games. That's that, actually you're you're right. Yeah. Watching watching sports. Well, not that there are any, but uh, it when well there will be soon. Um, on the East Coast is a pain in the tuchus, man. You're Ooh. staying up. I I could never be a Giants fan. No. And live on the east coast it'd be terrible but anyway we'll be back next week thanks everybody for tuning in and two thumbs up as i said already uh next week what was the cigar again the jre carojo reserva reserva with porter i'll do a little facebook live on monday as a reminder uh thanks for tuning in everybody have a great week stay safe stay healthy be kind to each other we'll see you next week as the odyssey continues Thank you.